Hello, and welcome to Sunday Devotionals with John and Rachel. We're so honored to have you join us as we explore God's truth and get to know Him in a more authentic and intimate way. As we go through life, many of us have questions, concerns, and issues that may hinder us from fully embracing who God is and who He's called us to be. These devotionals are designed to help us navigate life and all that comes with it, learning and growing in God. So pull up a chair and grab a cup of coffee, or in my case, tea, and join us as we fellowship. I thought it would be um, relevant for us to have a conversation about what's been happening, what's... Maybe not a conversation as much as it is just kind of like a uh, clarion call. Um, mm -hmm. And sort of like a, a prayer request slash uh, admonishment, yeah. um, you know, in light of what transpired Friday night. Uh, I don't know if, you know, everybody on here is familiar with current events to that degree. Um, but uh, an artist, a very well-known artist, had a festival. He's hosted this festival, I think, for like three years now, where... Um, it was pretty much pandemonium, like mayhem uh, ensued and broke out and a number of people lost their lives. The news says eight. I don't know how it's possible for there to have been only eight people to have lost their life based off accounts that people that were there described what happened. Um, but th this, I don't even know because I guess I'm, I'm at this point dating myself. I'm officially old because I don't even understand the music of this day. I, I don't understand what you would even call it. Um, but, so I don't even know what kind of an artist he is other than I'm assuming he would be along the lines of hip hop. But he does these things called rages or they're, it's called rage what he does, I don't know. But it, it would be similar to like uh, back in the day when they had like mosh pits and, and like, you know, rock bands or whatever. Um, but the point is, Chaos ensued in, in this festival Friday night in his performance. And as I began to watch some of the accounts and some of the, the news reports, and I started to see actual footage of what transpired and what took place, like my heart was beyond broken. Like, and like, I, like I have to like stop myself from getting emotional because as I was watching the crowds, and I, as I was watching, uh, first of all, it, before the concert even started, the, the group of, there was a group of people that hadn't, I don't know if they didn't buy tickets or there was just not enough room, but they literally broke through the fences and the barricades that were set up to sort of create the checkpoints to allow them to orderly come in through a certain way. Mm -hmm. They broke through and completely stampeded and it was almost as if they themselves were not there. They lost their minds. And all I could think of when I was seeing them was these people are running to their death. And a lot of these, a lot of the accounts described it as a scene from hell. There were, there were, there were uh, descriptions of not being able to breathe because there were so many people in this crowd. I think it was about 50,000. There were so many people in this crowd that they were pushed to the point of not being able to move. Their hands were stuck in the air. They were not able to move. And the people couldn't breathe. Like they were saying, like some people were like, I couldn't catch my breath. 
like I was dehydrated. It was so hot. The stage was filled with flames. Like it literally looked like a scene out of de out of hell. And I, I just kept thinking to myself, this is, this must be what hell actually is. Like there's, there's music going on and there's sounds and there's lights and pyro and all this pyrotechnics uh, effects going on. But in the midst of people almost being mesmerized and hypnotized, there were people dying, like literally dying in the midst of people singing and dancing and, and raging and doing whatever it was they were doing. And I kept thinking of the images of them running to their death and running to hell. And, and, and it, the, the thought came to me that this is what's going on now. People are running, literally running to hell. They don't realize they're going to hell. They don't realize they're running to their death. They don't realize what the enemy is doing to them and their life yeah. because it's entertainment to them. And they think that, the, that they're there. Now, I, I can't speak on his behalf. I can't speak for his heart. But what I will say, the fruit, it was evident that at times he may have stopped, but he kept going. And that's what the enemy does. He exploits us. He may stop, bring attention to the fact that, okay, that's going on over there. There's an ambulance trying to get to somebody or they're trying to carry somebody out, but that's not going to stop us. And in one video, he even said, who told y'all to stop? I guess talking to the musicians or the DJ, who told y'all to stop? Y'all know what we came to do. Let's go get the music going in the midst of people dying and passing out. And it, it, it just, the, the, the scene was so heart wrenching. It, it, it really brought to mind what is really taking place now we are in a very crucial season mm -hmm. and at this point from this point on the devil has been not playing i mean we know that but from this point on we have crossed a new line and it is our job and 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 what was funny not funny but what what was noteworthy was the fact that just along the perimeters just along the edges you could see people in green jackets that were the security grabbing people. Like they were, they, they were trying to find their way and opening the people that were in the crowd were trying to find an opening, any possible opening, lifting up an arm, trying to surf through the crowd. And at the very edges, there were people in green security jackets grabbing them. And I thought about us grabbing people literally from the mouth of hell. Are we going to be able to go into the crowd and grab them? Maybe not, but we can stand and position ourselves to grab as many as we can. And even if it's not thousands, if you're grabbing one, that's one less person Amen. Amen. that's going through the mouth Amen. of hell. Amen. Like, and I, I, I don't know if you've seen the video of uh, the, the news reports and you've seen videos, um, but yeah, I, I just, my heart was so heavy uh, last night and this morning, just seeing what was going on and realizing that these, this generation does not realize they don't even know they're lost. And that's what's scary. So I, our, our prayer needs to be uh, to number one, help us to be in a position like those security guards to pull as many people as we can, but also for God 
to draw them because no man can come to me except Amen. the Father draw him. Mm -hmm. So we have to pray that God draws them to repentance because we are in a beyond critical stage at this point. They are dying by the, and I just kept hearing people say, it's, I, I, I saw at least a hundred people dying in front of me. I don't know how it was just eight people in the news reports. There are hundreds and thousands of people dying. There are even more in the world. It's our job to pray. We just got off the series talking about prayer. So that, that needs to be one of our main prayers is to pray that God draws them to repentance and that he, he, he draws them to Jesus because we know that's the only way. They're, they're looking for uh, some type of reprieve from their life. Mm -hmm. A lot of them probably like this, it, it, it was a sense of relief. And I was watching like the people, like, even in the concerts before his concert, his set, in the, earlier in the day, like they were in circles, just losing their mind, just going free, like just banging their heads. And I, I was thinking like, they, this must be their sense of relief. You know, like, you know, you just kind of let off steam and just let yourself go and be free. And they think that this is their way to freedom, only mm -hmm. realizing that this is their way to damnation. This is their way to eternal bondage. They don't even realize it. So it's our job to pray, to let them know, to put, to be, to ask God to put us in situations and take advantage of the situations yeah. that we're in, so that God can draw them, so that they can they they can find out this is not the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Anything outside of that is death, and that was yeah. evident and clear in what what, what transpired. Uh, in that festival. So, you know, this is, this is, I guess, uh, like I said, a clarion call to kind of have us focused on what is important. Yeah. The people that are around you, family members, friends, I'm not saying, you know, beat it over, you know, of course use wisdom and be led by the spirit. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we, we just can't stand by idly and just let that happen. And it just, it really, it broke my heart and it, it made it so heavy seeing all those people lost with no clue. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's apropos to, to share um, as, as a reminder of the whole point of this and everything, you know, um, that, that was a very, real visual image of what we could imagine is happening spiritually to people every day, you know, and just as you're being full and right hell. now. Yeah, yeah. Like literal yeah. hell. Yeah. That's how hell is going to be. You're not going to be able to breathe. You're not going to be able to move. Like you're, you're gripped with fear. The fear that must have come over people. Can you imagine the last sounds you're hearing as you're dying is the bass of, of and, and like the demonic bass that's being played and the muffling of, of the crowd and of him on the microphone and the fire, you're going from fire to fire. Like, and no, you can't, I, I can't speak for every single soul in that crowd, 
and say every single soul is on their way to hell. Of course not. I'm not God. But is it most likely a lot of them were on their way? Absolutely. I mean, that was hell. That was a, a, a precursor to what hell is like and will be like. So... There's got to be a point in our spiritual walk where God uses something to really move us into where he wants us to be, right? And, you know, for some of you, it might be this situation or what we've heard. Um, for somebody else, it might be something else. Right. I think my prayer for everyone, as we are in these, like, last days and last times, right, not to be so enamored by the fact that it's the last time because... Um, the, the sense of urgency for people to come to know the Lord has always been there. Right. Right. So just because we're saying, oh, it's the end days and the last times, that doesn't make God's love any less urgent. Like people need to know the love of Christ, even if it's early, if you want to say that. But at the same time, as we are coming into a more sober understanding of right. what matters in life, that may our intensity for God grow. May our intensity for people to experience the love and hope that comes in Christ that's beyond the pains of this world, right? So, so I, I want to encourage us to think more so about the intangibilities, those, those things that you can't really grasp, that you can't pay for, the things that you can't go to work and earn, like peace. You know, you, 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 can't, you can't pay for peace, you know? Peace comes through Christ. Like you can't, like that level of peace that doesn't even make sense, that I could be going through something in my life and yet have some level of resolve and assurance in God. Those are the type of things that I pray and hope that we would value more and apprehend so that we can be ready for times like this. And this is less about uh, the concert itself. This is more so a spiritual call, right? right to all of us that it, it may be a concert in one instance, but um, it's spiritually in your own environment, in your family, the same thing is happening. Right. There are generational things that are going on in our families that we know and we like, yo, this has got to stop. Like, like this unforgiveness has got to stop. This bitterness has got to stop. The family not talking to each other has got to stop. And whatever it is in your own particular situation, may God show you what it really looks like to him. Yeah. Like, cause it really looks like something to God, right? And, and we don't see it because we might be enamored by our own life. And I think that that's really what I believe the heart of what God wants us to be and, 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 you know, the, 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 the ministry that, that he's trying to build through all of us here is that having a generous heart, a heart that cares about what God cares about, that hates what God hates, that loves what God loves, that is hurting when God is hurting. So, so this, this is really where God wants us to be as far as our posture and our mindset. And, you know, as, as we were talking about it, and I know this is kind of like a heavy start, but it's necessary, right? It's necessary for us to feel something when we come together, uh, that we may feel God's burden for the earth, for the world. And it, I think about it like this. If you have something good to share, right, or you got a secret that you know is, is, is going to bless everybody else, it's kind of selfish to keep it to yourself. And I, and I think that God is putting, really putting the pressure on our relationship with him right now. And it's like, if you really love me, I want you to feel my pain. Like, if we are really friends and we are really in a relationship, and I'm your father, but also your friend. So friends care about what friends care about. And if God is saying, I care about all these people that are being lost, I care about the broken hearted, I care about the issues that, that are really plaguing the world. I care about this. I care about the deception. 
I care that people are losing out and have a misguided view of me. I care about that. Do you care? Now, do you care enough about it to be my hands and feet in the earth? And I think that is really what God is calling us to be, to really understand and really set ourselves apart. Make a distinction between yourself and the world. Make a distinction between yourself. If you're saying you're with God, you're saying you have a relationship with the Lord, now it's time to live it. Now it's time to be it. And God will take care of us. We have to believe that. This is a challenging time at the end of the day. You know, if this is this is a time where if you stand up for God, you're going to be fought. It's going to be time if you if you if you're bold enough to, to, to profess your faith in Christ, it's not going to be easy. But the Lord wants to know, how much do you love me? Do you love me more than you love your life? Is your faith really in me or what you believe I can do for you? And that's really where the Lord is kind of drawing us in. So I'm encouraging you and we are encouraging and admonishing each and every one of us that we take our relationship with the Lord serious, that we honestly seek God for who he's called us to be. Um, being faithful to community like this, it's gonna help keep you accountable for what God is calling you to. Um, praying, not living in condemnation, walking freely, all that stuff is where God is trying to build us up inside so that when people are dying by the wayside. And when we see people who are in distress or the spirits leading us to do things, we'll have the courage and availability to do it. And God will take care of us. Amen? Amen. Before you go, we'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart, we shall be saved. Pray this with me. Lord Jesus, I recognize and acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of your grace. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn away from my sins and ask you to forgive me and save me. I make you Lord of my life. If you made this life-changing decision, welcome to the family. We wanna know about it. Connect with us online at www.thelifehouseministries.org or by downloading the LifeHouse app. We love you all and pray God continues to bless and keep you.